they'd listened to the one where I interviewed Zoe from season one. Yeah. And she'd said to her, did you see this? Oh, maybe it was a private DM. Anyway, she'd said to her partner, I listened to Kerry Godleman and Jen Barista's podcast, but I don't know why she got involved with Jen, because Jen doesn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) And then realised that it was pre-you doing it with me, but she did make me laugh the way she worded it. It was very funny. I really don't know why she's brought Jen on board, because she's bringing nothing. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guests as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos, we'll be having a natter with them about. They're on the episode image, and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. Okay, how was Montreal? Okay, it was, um, it was great. It was really good. Yeah. That's all you want to say about that? <laughs> you sound like Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Um, you yeah. came, you saw, you conquered. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it, you're, like you're there for a week. And How many I'll, gigs did you do? Well, you do, I was doing this show called British because... Oh, I'm, yeah, okay, good. Um, so I did that every night. And then you do other shows, like you do, like I did a spot on May Martin's, uh, May Martin and Friends. I did the Best of the Fest. You do, anyway, you, you do other stuff. Like so, Edinburgh? Like Edinburgh, a mini yeah, Edinburgh? Like a really, really mini Edinburgh. Okay. Mini Edinburgh or Edinburgh? But actually not like Edinburgh at all, because Edinburgh is absolutely insane and a month long and a month long and also every corner of edinburgh is taken up by the festival whereas um just for laughs is just like a little area and everything sort of happens in that area and outside of that you wouldn't know that necessarily that there was a comedy festival happening. Oh, okay so um and was montreal nice i've never been to canada very nice very nice very beautiful um i went for a swim in a, a lake did you yeah yeah i did that's nice because you like it. You're a swimming lady. I'm a swimming. <laughs> is that what I'm? Is that what my tagline? Well, it's one of them. I one mean, I'm them. a swimming lady. You are a swimming lady. We share this enthusiasm swimming. Yeah, it was in a man-made lake okay. in uh, in Montreal. They don't call it Montreal actually. What do they call it? Montreal. Okay. Montreal. Which is French for Montreal. I might have made that up actually. Sounded great. This sound good, didn't it? Sounded real. Um, and so I did that. That was about the only sort of like touristy thing I did because I was tired. Yeah. And I felt a lot of pressure to go out and look at stuff. And then I didn't know what to go and see. Yeah. But I had a little mooch about the old town. I had a Polish dinner. Nice. And I had some poutine. What's that? Do you know about poutine? No. You've never had poutine? No. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, anyway. <laughs> Food. I think you can. Why are you making me feel like I'm just sort of some peasant that's never left the island? I think you can. Poutine? What is it? Pasta. Never had poutine. (laughs) Never had hummus. Never had pasta. (laughs) It's a cross between. Uh, Only potatoes. (laughs) It is. It's potatoes. Oh, right. Okay. It's potatoes and cheese. Cheesy potatoes? Cheesy potatoes, yeah. Okay. But you have lots of Because you've got lots of different ways to do it, because it's French, isn't it? Poutine. So you've got to to do it in lots of different ways. You can steam the poutine, you can fry the poutine, you can have it with chicken, you can have it vegetarian. You really drank the poutine (laughs) goat (laughs) Kool-Aid. You can have it in the You work for these guys now. (laughs) Sponsored by Poutine. Um, I couldn't help thinking that poutine sounds a bit like poom tang. (laughs) 
Or am I thinking of Poonani? I think you're thinking of Poonani. Oh, I, I knew there was I'm thinking of Poonani. Uh, so I was working with Jeannie Ashray, who has... Am I allowed to do some... Um, it's her, this is her joke, but it's very funny. I can't tell someone else's joke. Can't you? But you just said it's her joke. Yeah, but it's her joke. But telling someone's joke is still... It's still Anyway, I won't say her joke, but it, she has a very funny joke about... Um, there's a... <laughs> We can't do that. It's like Tommy Cooper. I know what's coming. Because <laughs> everyone speaks French. <laughs> and oh, so- are you having a good time with your imagination <laughs> and your memories and locking me and Joel out? No, look, here it is. Uh, I can't do it, actually. No, Oh, great. Gonna- this is great no, it doesn't content, matter. babe. It doesn't matter. But all you need to know is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But, oh, babe, God. You're one is- of those people. I've got some great gossip. I can't tell. <laughs> oh, really? What was the point? What's the point? You'll have to listen to Ginny Ashrow's gala when it comes out. <laughs> oh, well, I will anyway. Yeah, but it's got... Anyway, the word poussé comes up. That's all you need to know. Okay, and you were with Gina, and who else? Uh, Josie Long, Alan Davis, Ruben Kay, Jamali Maddox. We Did, did you put sh- them all for our podcast? They're all doing it. Excellent. Absolutely. They've all committed, actually. Excellent. And I've got it in well writing. Done. So we, we can definitely... So that's a very do- solid... Real thing that has come out of Montreal that we can all celebrate. Well, if that if that is the thing that we wanted from Montreal, we didn't uh, need Kerry, to go that far. We didn't I didn't actually need to go all the way to Canada. <laughs> just to just go, a lake, just to like King, just people like well, this fucking mosquito keeps getting in my face. Just so a load of people that we, by the way, already know, yeah. have relationships with and could literally contact yeah. directly. But then you get to network, don't you, and, and be with, a mover and a shaker, albeit with people you already know. I'm not but networking you, with fucking Josie Long and Jamali Maddox. I already know them. Hello, what are we networking with? Hello. It's about, it's all about how you sell yourself, I would love Jen. to see you networking, Kerry. This is something I would absolutely love to see. Kerry Godman networking. I can work a room. I've literally never seen that happen. And you and I have been in rooms where we've been surrounded by people who, let's be honest, both of us, both of us could have networked with yeah. and frankly have decided to sit in the corner with no, a glass of wine. No, that's not true. Are you talking about that award thing we yes, went to? Yes, I'm talking... I thought we were magic. Who did you... You left at the point when the networking started said, I've had enough, I'm off. And then left me on my own to network I couldn't cope with it so I left with Sarah Kendall and went should we just go to the pub for a beer which but we look did look at us now it didn't hold us back yeah but it hasn't pushed us <laughs> forward my point is you and I have not have got absolutely no idea how to network we've got no idea it, it, no it, one does no it's a myth you, but believe me you are wrong there Who? are people oh I can't, can't name mention names. names but what does it look like someone working it's a room terrifying. I bet it's revolting it's absolutely I bet disgusting it's I have a little bit of vomit in my mouth when no, I'm watching doing it not me <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about who we've got as our guest, who is a queen. Not of networking, of comedy, and a very dear friend of both of us. I saw her at Latitude. I saw her set at Latitude. And oh my God, can you blow a roof off a tent anyway she did? Of course she did. She's absolutely on fire at the moment. If you haven't seen Susie Ruffle, I urge you to go and see her live. Her tour, I think, continues from September. So if you haven't got a ticket to see her, check out her website, see where she's playing and go see Susie Ruffle live. But in the meantime, why don't you enjoy the little chat that we had with her? Yay! Hi. Thank you for coming in. My, it's my pleasure. And thank you for sending us your photos. What a dream to spend an hour with you two. This is the only way people see each other now. Is podcast. yeah, we used to be friends, but now it's like, do you want to yeah. come on my podcast? Yes, yeah, like yours? podcasts Absolutely. or charity gigs or Instagram. I quite like watching you all on Instagram. Actually, that's enough for me. But that isn't real. You know that that people talk shit on those socials. 
My mum will say, oh, I saw you did that. I'm like, well, I did, but I mean, you know. Six months ago. <laughs> yeah, I did it ages ago and I was <laughs> pretending to be happy. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't confuse that with real life. Yeah. Don't conflate those two things. How do you feel about photos? So when we asked you to do this, what mm-hmm. are your thoughts about accessing photos like this? Old photos. I love looking at old photos. And where are they? In a box? In an album? No, some of them are in an album and then some of them are in this big sort of... I mean, it's not a bin, but it's just like a bin. <laughs> like it's got bin, bin vibes. It's got, it has got bin vibes. Yeah. It's just like a big sort of... It's got of... wheels on it. It's not a wheelie bin, is it? Our mum threw away our childhood. <laughs> Have yeah. you thought about... Because I've got... So after my mum died, I got all the photos and all the albums and everything, and I've got all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, f- Are you happy to have them or is that stressful? It's quite stressful because now I've got all of these photos and uh, they're not... They, they, a lot of them were in albums, but for some reason they're not in albums anymore. Anyway, it's inexplicable. But I'm now looking at them all going... I said to Chloe, right, well, I'm just going to buy a load of albums and mm. I put them in the album. And she went, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. And I was like, oh, but what do I do with these photos? And she was like, oh, well, take photographs of the photos and then we'll put them mm. in a book. And then that way it takes up less space and then you've got them forever. Will that happen? I was like, I'm, I don't know what My mum's been about. planning to do never, that. never, yeah. ever happen. My mum's been saying she's going to do that or a for- form of that for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's never (laughs) going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. It's a lovely idea, and I believe that Chloe means it when she says it, but I'm telling you now, it's never going to happen. She would do it if it was her photos, but am I going to do it? No. No. Okay, you have to talk us through this. Okay, so that is me. Uh, We're in our house uh, in Five Shakespeare Terrace, Oh, I mean, I don't know why I'm, we don't live there anymore. It's fine, go there. And <laughs> <laughs> who's that, that with you? That's my brother. And you're sitting on the toilet. You're going I'm to sitting the on the toilet in a velvet dress. I must be two, do you think? And you're properly going to the toilet, not just sat on it. No, no I'm having a wee wee. Yep. And he's and my, helping. And my brother Joe is holding up the back of my dress for me so I don't wee on it. I mean, that's so sweet. It's Such a lovely sweet. photo. And look, Susie, I mean, Honestly, that is the cutest photo of you I've ever seen. I mean, that's and that you've seen my really... press shots. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I've got makeup. I think you should do a press shot of you sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I think this is your next uh, show show poster with and Alice who, holding the back of my dress. Who's taking this photo? So my mum would have been taking that. And is she being funny? Like that's my two kids going to the toilet. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a picture. Yeah, of that. yeah, that's hilarious because I, I think it's my brother helping me, which is just so too sweet. cute. So he would have been, he would have been six there, and you're two, and I'm two. And is that a lobster hanging up on the wall? Let me have a quick because look. you're you're from the seaside, aren't you? Yes, yes, we are. So Wouldn't I assume it... everyone who, who oh, has a sort just, of is that a lobster hanging from the wall? No, I think that's one of those spider it... plants. Oh, hang on. I think that's a spider. Plant. I just assume everyone who grows up by the sea has lobsters. And but what you can anchors. notice, you should notice the wood paneling, and I would say there's very much a theme throughout that house. That's a very, I mean... Wood I mean, panelling. I remember my mum polishing the walls. What year would really? that, was that, Sue? That would have been 88. That was quite a 70s thing, the wood panelling. 70s and early 80s. Le- less so than 80s, I think, wasn't it? Because I remember in the 70s, if you had wood panelling, you were... That doing was, all right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I think we were, we, we, we were... Maybe the person that lived in the house before us were doing all right. And your mum we polished were maintaining it. it. 
So the maintenance was quite full on. My mum's... I grew up in a very clean and tidy house. I mean, really? when My you've got is... wood panelling, you know, your very house tidy. looks a bit like a sauna, but you've got to, like, polish that wood, haven't you? You've you can't, because you've got to really got, get Mr Sheen sim- out. You, you simply must polish your walls. <laughs> and you've got not a gold, There's a gold tap there as well. Oh, and you would imagine my mum would have been going at that with a dry cloth. Well, no wonder she... She's probably not even taken the picture of you and your brother. It's just no, it's probably just a gold tap. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just a You're just in the shop. Absolutely. We're just pulling focus. And where did you grow up? I grew up in Portsmouth. And what do you think about that? Is that somewhere you're... So I went through a phase of really hating it as a teenager. And I think it's because I thought it was... I I left when I was 18, before I'd come out. And um, I, in my mind, I'd sort of just decided it was this really homophobic place where everyone was really sort of, oh God, no one like understands me and no one can... You know, there's, there's no one like me here. I'm so original and I'm so creative and I'm so artistic. <laughs> Portsmouth po- couldn't possibly contend with this that's happening This big here. fish in this tiny this, pond. I mean, she must leave. And so I moved to London and, and had that those feelings. Not as, obviously, I'm not that much of a dickhead. But I did genuinely feel like I didn't belong there for the longest time. And then, I mean, not that long ago, about five or six years ago, I went back because I was filming something there. And the guy that, one of the guys that was working on the show was like, oh yeah, it'd be great if we go to like a gay bar. And I was like, oh, I mean, good luck. I mean, I think there's like one gay bar and I don't think it's like, I'm not sure what it's like. Anyway, we turned up this gay bar. It's like, oh, there's thousands of people like me. And it was the best gay bar like, you've ever just been. loads of drag queens, drag queens from Portsmouth. And they were like, Susie, like, oh, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was such, it was such like a lesson in like, oh, there's, pe- there's people like you everywhere. Yeah. You know, but as a teenager... But you didn't find them when you were there? No, not at all. Not at all. I really felt like I didn't... Uh, I didn't... I never had a really good group of mates as a kid. Right. Um, or as a teenager. I had, like, a m- couple of mates here and there, but I was someone that, like, flitted around groups. And I think, it, like, retrospectively, and with the help of the therapist, I've realised it's probably because I wasn't being myself. And so I was really worried about people working out who I was and working out the truth You couldn't about find me. your tribe like through school well, I think or I was just or... Well, I also, I don't, no one was coming out. Right. So I think like the idea of me being comfortable with it, like the idea of me being comfortable with my sexuality was like, well, that's never going to happen. And then when you moved to London, all of that clicked into place? After a couple of years, I moved to London with a boyfriend because I got into drama school and in my head, I sort of went, well, you can either be an actress or a lesbian. And I thought, oh, I'll probably go for actress. <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't know that the two were mutually... Like, I thought they were mutually exclusive. Right. I didn't think you could do both of them. Right. But, I mean, I'm not acting that much at the moment, so maybe you can't do both of them. Maybe you uh, were onto something. Maybe I was onto something. I'm right. really close to my family, and I've got... I was always massively accepted with, by anyone, everyone in my family. I've got loads of cousins who are all lovely and really supportive. Like, when yeah, I gig yeah. in Portsmouth, everyone comes. Too many so of them, So it feels arguably. like home, but you were never going to stay. Yeah, it does feel like yeah. home. Like, it very much feels like my hometown gigs when I go and do the theatre there on my tour. Although my uncle did try to get a round in during the first half of the show <laughs> by standing at the at the side and being like, who wants a drink? Excellent. And being like, I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you. I envy that. I Because I'm from London, you're from London. Well, we're from yeah. suburbs of London. Yeah, yeah, suburbs. So when people... They come to London when you're from it. Although where I'm from, it was a very, very boring suburb. So I always wanted to leave and go yeah. to the fun parts of London. For, I, I remember there was a point. Um, so I went up to drama school and I, it was like, I, I remember getting prospectuses from drama schools from when I was 14. Wow. I used to get them. You really knew I you really wanted I really wanted to do 
I, I wasn't good at anything else. Right. I wasn't. I found school very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Really dyslexic. Didn't really have a group of mates there. Hated going. Just right. every day was terrible. I used to cry loads. It was really hard on my mum. Now that I'm a mum, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> really sorry about that. It was four years. <laughs> um, but I, I just hated it, and so like I had made this decision of like, I'm going to go to London when I'm 18. I'm going to go to drama school, and I'm going to be someone else. I, I, it was I, everything you wanted. Yeah, it really was. And I remember moving to London, and we went one night. We went clubbing. We were going to a place called Funky Buddha. One of our friends had managed to get us on the guest list. It all felt unbelievably chic. Um, and I didn't have any clothes that would go, so I, one of the girls like lent me something, and I looked so much, so, so not like me. I was wearing like a mini skirt and a strappy top, and I, I mean, I look like I swim for a living, so it wasn't the one. <laughs> like I've got quite broad shoulders, it's not the one for me. And we were getting the bus home. We'd all had quite a few drinks. We were on the, we were going all the way from Le- Leicester Square to Tooting, and with with Matt, who's very similar, had sort of the similar journey to me of like desperate to get to drama school. He was also eighteen. We were like the youngest in the year. And um, we turned around the corner by um, Piccadilly Circus and we saw, you know, all the lights of Piccadilly Circus, the fountain and the Criterion Theatre and that sort of image that is London. Yeah. And Matt turned around to me and went, fucking hell, we live in London. And we both screamed. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and, And it was just like a time of being... And when I was at drama school, I came out and all my friends were so supportive and I was so worried about like what the girls were going to say. I wasn't really worried about what the boys were going to say, but I was really worried about what the girls were going to say. And like, they were all so supportive and like no one cared. And it was this, I thought everyone was going to care and no one, it was just That's such great. a great time. So it did sort of validate your need to get out of Portsmouth. You yeah. needed to find this life. Yeah. Well, that's great. It really did. <laughs> Talk us through what we're looking at right now. So that is my mum in a spider's outfit. That I would have been about four there. Okay. But I'm not in the picture. Okay. So my dad has done lots of things. Okay. Well, for work. Yeah. And one of them was owning a fancy dress shop. Oh my God, oh, that brilliant. is not something I knew about your dad. Like I've known, you've told me about a lot of his, his <laughs> sure. business and his sure, jobs. Sure, sure, sure. This I mean, is not one that I knew anything about. Is that your dad in the gorilla outfit? That is my dad in the gorilla outfit, yeah. Uh, how long did he have this... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies so and your gentlemen, mum's in a spider my mum and dad. <laughs> right. So your mum's in a spider outfit and your dad's so in a So to give you an outfit. idea, for the listeners, what would happen with the spider outfit is she'd have her arms down by the side. It would look like she was just a lady in a sort of a black, fuzzy yeah. jumpsuit. Then as she pulled her arms up, oh, other legs that. came out. Excellent. Look at that. Absolutely so, but she brilliant. she seems to only have six legs. Listen. W- what are we going to do about that? Because Well, she's got her two legs. Body. Oh, oh yes. yes this oh, is great she looks incredible so happy with this situation she's having a grand old time because her husband runs a fancy dress shop listen so my, my there was a brief period where the way that my dad would say it would be like oh you could like you could borrow against the bank it was fucking brilliant you could do this you could do that yeah, this is the 80s property. boom times boom times then it in his words the arse fell out of the lorry game <laughs> and he went bankrupt and lost everything Fuck. Um, but there was a brief period where it was like Happy days. It's this time next year with millionaires. I love the phrase that the arse falling out of them. Yeah, <laughs> that might be mean, my dad said. Yeah, the arse fell out. The arse fell out of that. <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened when my cousin had a baby. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was literal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that so that would have been Portsmouth Carnival. And Portsmouth's what, got a carnival. I don't think it has. Anymore, I don't think but it, then has it did anymore. Um, it looks low key. There's no one else in this picture. Li- you, Where's what, the bunting? You, you you can't see what's behind the camera. You've right. got to just use your mind. Right. You've got right. to just imagine. So, 
everyone, not everyone, a lot of businesses in Portsmouth <laughs> would have a float. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. In the Portsmouth Carnival. And so my dad would have one for masquerades, which was his fancy dress shop. And so masquerades everyone... Masquerades is brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Everyone would... Uh, so basically all of our family, any of my mates, like, not my mates, I was four, all of mum's friends, whoever wanted to, dad would be like, do you want to come and be on the float? Come down, get an outfit, jump on the float, have a dance. So oh, everyone would just, brilliant. I think all the grown-ups were having a drink, like all my mum, my auntie, and uncle. So it was a health and safety night. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing People I'm here to tell the back this story. Of float, dressed up <laughs> with off. loads of excess legs. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> my, my dad was driving, a gorilla was driving the... Wow. He, driving. He, can't, he can't see through that, can no, he? No, but he would have been driving with that mask on, don't you I love you that worry. he hasn't done the zip up on it. He's like, nah, that'll do. Yeah, just <laughs> I've gone far enough with this outfit. I'll just... He's don't... bulging out of it. Yeah. Um, don't worry about that. But everyone... So the theme that year was safari. So oh, everyone okay. was in a safari yeah. outfit. Right. Every, everyone. So there's maybe like, I've got 14 cousins. So there's maybe like, there's probably 30 people on the back of a float, all in safari, other than me. And why not you? Because I apparently threw myself on the floor until they let me have the Pink Panther outfit. So I was just on the back <laughs> as the Pink as Panther. Pink <laughs> I love a story where someone's in the wrong outfit. I had a, ca- <laughs> I had a cowboy and Indians party when I was, just not a phrase we use now, but no. it, was, uh, it was very much a phrase we used in the 80s. And my friend Zoe came as a cat. <laughs> and I was like... She did not read the invitation. She's got to be extra. Zoe Cook, she had to come as a cat. So yeah. you were a pink panther. I was a pink panther. Everyone else were on the safari. Right. But there's a great there's a great picture of my cousin Holly, who is um, a bit younger than me, and she was a very chubby baby. And it's just her in a buggy, looking livid, as a ladybird. <laughs> I love seeing kids dressed up. Looking and angry. Looking pissed Absolutely off. Pissed yeah. off. Uh, my favourite is when you see a toddler in one of those superhero <laughs> with the false muscles. <laughs> Having a meltdown. <laughs> You're like, oh, not so much of a That's superhero the then. Yeah. <laughs> what are all those muscles for if you can't manage yourself? <laughs> yeah, but I remember turning up to a fancy dress party and I think it was pirate themed and I went as a gypsy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... No, but I was like, I want to go as a gypsy. And my mum was like, but everyone's dressing up as a pirate. And I, I was think like, that's what did you wear? That says a lot about you. A that bandana. level of rebellion a rules <laughs> are for fools, aren't they, Jen? I mean, if you're saying come as this, I'm coming as that. I had a little sarong, I had an earring, a little clip-on earring. You really went for it. I really went for it. But everyone else was like, well, you're all pirates and I'm I'm the gypsy. What's, what's, what's You what's and Zoe story? Cook would have got on really well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just be you. That's what I say. Don't, you don't have to I mean, the rules. fancy dress is very, you know, it, it's... I like you have like to have boundaries. You don't like it at I all? I don't like oh, I like What it. about just come as a thing? What now? As a grown-up? Yeah. Just come as a thing? No, I don't want to... So if I had a fancy dress birthday party, you just wouldn't come? No, I'd come. No, but she'd come I just as a wouldn't cat. be in fancy dress. I'd just come as I am. Why? As Why a middle-aged aged so lesbian. Will- <laughs> Jen's come as a... Why be so willfully joyless? <laughs> it's not joyless, though, is it? I'm still coming. I'll still have a lovely time. What would be joyless is if I came dressed up and then I was miserable all night and you'd be like, Why? you've got a face like a smacked ass. Why do you look like that? You might, you've got... Yeah, but if you were dressed as banana man, man. I, I wouldn't mind that you look miserable because I'd be so amused <laughs> you were dressed as banana man. You can't have to be so fucking miserable. Well, but that's her vibe, isn't it? We, we, you've been friends well, for like I mean, this... it's like, I don't understand why we're even having this conversation. Because like, we've never prompted met. prompted by this photograph of fancy dress. And my mum looking absolutely thrilled with herself. Look at the joy you can access if you dress up as a spider. Well, look, I mean, if I could be your dad and I could just put that something on my face. Well, that's joining in. <laughs> that yeah. sounds really bad. <laughs> I could be your dad and put something on my face. <laughs> So what 
what's this next photo? Someone's sitting on you. That's you on the floor. Yeah. So that's How old me- are you there? I'm probably about 25 there. And who's so this that? post drama school. Right. That's my nan. And, and we had gone for a walk. I feel like I knew country. you at this age, didn't I? Yeah, you would have known me. I'd yeah. started stand up by then. I was quite new to stand up. Maybe I was 26. Yeah. Been doing stand up a couple of years. Uh-huh. We'd gone for a big walk. And um, my nan was very tired and there was no effort to sit down. Oh, your lovely nan. <laughs> so I got on all fours. Oh, and she geez. And she just had a little rest on my back for a minute. And how old was your nan in this in this photo? Can you remember? Maybe so. Maybe let me think. Um, she would have been her late eighties. So you, she's no longer around. She's no longer around. You, no. you two were very close. Weren't very you? very close. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, really close. What is she? Your mum's mum or your dad's mum? Mum's mum. What's her name? Joan. Joan. My nan was called Joan. It's a great name. Oh, it's a great, great nan name. name. It's a great nan name. So did she come and see you in London? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to. She used to come and see me in London with mum. She'd get like. I think like maybe the last time she came up to London, she was ninety, wow. on the train. So she was wow. fully and she'd, and she'd like, come fit and compassmentous, right? Totally. All of- she would. She was just very independent and very. She, she she'd sort of lived through the war in Portsmouth, and Portsmouth was obliterated. Yeah. Um, and had had and was just very sort of stoic. And she was the person I was really worried about telling about about coming out to. Was about I was that? just about to ask you what That your... was the thing. We, we hid it from her for a really long time and it actually really damaged mine and my mum's relationship because I don't think my mum liked having a secret from... Yeah. Now, it's just, it, it just like, it was just scratchy. So your mum wanted to tell your nan about No, I it. think ma- no or... one really know, knew what to do. It's a weird thing, isn't it, to hide something like that about yourself from somebody you love? Yeah, it's, and it's, and then eventually my auntie Jack told, and, she and my from, auntie Jack, who I think you've met, I've met you, auntie Jack. Yeah, yeah. And how did she react? She's very direct. She's <laughs> unbelievably direct. I'm really close to her, but she's unbelievably direct. She really tells, like, she had a row in Asda, and they court martialed her out. Wow. Like, she's you're banned. Yeah, I mean, she was only banned for two weeks. She was like, I can go back in two weeks. It's fine. <laughs> um, but she. Um, so how did you, your nan react? So my, my auntie rang her and said, if you're wondering why Anne's been weird, that's mum. It's because Susie's gay. But, and, and don't say anything to her about it. The poor, the poor cows. <laughs> I mean, like this one. The poor cows. This is how I approach life. This is yeah. great. Don't, don't make a fuss about it. But, this cause, is how secrets should all be dealt she's, with. Because she's, she's having enough trouble with her mum. Susie doesn't know whether she's coming or going. And doesn't know how to feel about it, and you've got to be fine with that's it. That's all the information that's necessary, isn't it? That's yeah, that. bullet <laughs> points here. Yeah, and then, and then Jackie was like, "You've t- I've told you, Nan," and I was like, "Canal, okay." But it was but great. It was what needed to happen. It was yeah. a huge relief. And then I rang my Nan, and I said, "Oh, I've heard that you've taken to Nanny," and I said, "Is everything okay?" And she went, "I love you as much as I did yesterday." Oh, that's I don't know so why you sweet. think I care. And it was so nice. And then, then there was a few years. After that, that she was still around and she knew exactly who I was and she still really loved me. And then when she died, it really, yeah, it really, it really hit me hard. It and was that, quite. Is that quite recent? Not that recent. I guess it was about six years ago this mm, year. Yeah, so, recent, yeah. yeah, but you know, she was ninety-five and yeah. she had like the, a great death. Like a, a, as deaths go, she was in her bed at home the day before I had been there all day. I got in her bed with her. We looked through old photos. She was totally complimentous. And then my mum and my auntie were sort of there the whole time with her, trying to stay with her. And, like, we knew it was going to happen. She was 95 and she was, you know, she was like, I'm not going into hospital. I want to be in my bed. And then they were doing... They were with her all the time. And then my mum's... My auntie Jack's friend 
uh, works with old people, works with um, p- people that are at the end of their lives um, from old age. And my auntie rang her and said, look, me and Anne need to go home and have a shower. We've got to mm. have a shower. We're just going to go back to mine, which is around the corner. We'll have a shower, put on some clean clothes, and then we'll come back. And she, my, my, my auntie's friend, Frankie, got there. Frankie was sat by my nan's bed. The door slammed. She said to my nan, you can go now, Joan. They're gone. And she was dead by the time they got in their wow. car. Nan was just waiting. She didn't want them to be there, I think. I think she was like... I think I've, I've heard that quite quite a lot, that people yeah. are like, with their person that they love, they step outside to get a glass of water or yeah. tea or yeah. they come back and, that, and that's when they've gone, oh, I can, I can yeah, go. Yeah, I can now. go, yeah. yeah. And so she was, um, yeah, she was amazing. So I wanted to put in a picture of Nan. And yes. I loved that picture of us because... It's funny. She, yeah, because she, she was just like, oh, my legs are killing me. And there was like <laughs> nothing else I could do yeah. other than get on so all fours. So it's quite symbolic that you, you know... Yeah. That's my nan. You provided her with a seat. Yeah, that's my nan. Susie, I want to look at this third photo of you. No, which one is that? So the one I've me got. Me now. The one I've got is um, though there's two here. It's, there's one with you. Well, you tell me. There's one with uh, you onto the stage at Live at the Apollo. Let's do the one of me and Alice, and okay. then we'll do because that one's if we're doing it chronologically. Okay. So it's me and Alice, both wearing cagoules having a drink so Alice is my wife who you both know yeah. <laughs> for the listener yes for the listener Alice is who Susan's you know wife. pretty well yep and why are you in Google's having a drink we were at my friend James's house and uh, we were in his conservatory and it started raining and it started leaking and, there was, and he doesn't have enough room for a, so he gave everyone hats and coats so we had to eat in his conservatory that was leaking it's cheaper to buy a few Google's than get your roof fixed that's yeah. what that's, yeah that's what he's always said <laughs> And tell us about Alice. Where did you and Alice meet? Me and Alice met at a wedding. I remember this. Story. Oh, oh no! Oh, I, I, I remember. Go on, tech for we, we were for the listener. We were set, <laughs> can you tell us about this? We were set up at a wedding by Who, a who set by, you up? By, by our mutual friend Camilla Chan, and um, I know Cam through the comedy circuit, and Alice knew Cam because she used to temp in her office, right? And they became really good pals. Mm-hmm. And then we were both invited to Cam's wedding, and Cam was like, "You two should know each other. You're both lesbians." <laughs> This was, I remember when you told me about this, it was like an absolute, and you were like, oh, for goodness sake, just because we're lesbians, why do you think we're going to have something in common? And then... Cut to, screen swipe, their <laughs> wedding. Swipe, yeah. their wedding. <laughs> exactly that. We have a really fun, happy marriage. Yeah. And we really get on and we really have a laugh. And I think I always sort of thought that relationships had to be quite hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've had quite a lot of hard relationships before where it's like... Drama. Arguing, drama. Like, you know, and you've both... No, my, some of my exes. <laughs> um, and it was always like, I remember phoning you crying one day at maybe like 10 in the morning. And um, it, 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 uh, it was... Did your so... mum and dad, were they quite sparry? Because sometimes when your mum and dad spar, you think that's just a normal relationship. Yeah, yeah I And I remember so. someone saying to me once, don't confuse um, uncompatibility with passion. <laughs> I thought, yeah. what a great bit yeah, of advice. Yeah, that's a great bit of advice. No, mum and dad do get on really well, but they sort of jokingly argue. But mum always wins. It's quite, but it's quite an addictive thing. And yeah. I think... Um, to be in a relationship that's not quite perfect and so you have these huge highs and these dreadful lows yes. mm. and the lows are justified because of the highs but actually what you really want from a long-term relationship is just someone Stability. who's even yeah, yeah. Mm. well someone. she um that's exactly what alice was she was always like just so no games no games so like just like she is just like an anchor 
yeah. like a ship in a port, a port, like she, a port in a storm. That's what I'm looking for. She is so together. She knows exactly who she is. I found it so attractive that she didn't. She wasn't like trying to be anyone like she was just like well this is who i am this mm-hmm. is i can't pretend to be that but it must also as well when you do what we all do sometimes there's love, something love, apart from the fact that my husband is an actor but i was going to say there must be something quite nice about them not having the same kind of lifestyle because oh, yeah. there's enough kind of um i don't know drama and disappointment yeah. in our kind of yeah. work lives you don't want it in your relationship as well i mean i think ben's an anomaly your yeah, husband, he's you know he's really, an actor, but and, he's not actory at all. But he's not even no. vaguely actory, and he leaves his ego at the door. Mm. Whereas I think I cannot think of <laughs> anything worse for me personally, same, same, than to be in a relationship with a comedian. <laughs> I mean, literally another person like me in the house. It'd be oh too my much. god, it would be. Imagine if we were married. Oh my god, it would just be traumatic. I mean, I, well, that's really Kerry, harsh, would, Kerry okay. would not be talking to us. No, <laughs> I've had long to say, ago. look, you know, I'm going to have luck. to move on, guys. Good luck with it all. But call me, call me when you split up. <laughs> yeah, and, and this photo is lovely because you're just in your girls having a lovely drink. So you're married, so you haven't given us a wedding photo. No, because we're, our our wedding was in COVID. I know. I was I was really looking forward. Yeah, to we really were looking forward to your wedding. Yeah. When is that? We're going to do a big party. When? It, when? I, think, I don't know. When is yet. it happening? I'm coming over a bit needy, mate. Yeah. No, I don't when? go to, when? Don't go to any parties, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Unless one of my mates has a party. I don't go to any. I was so looking forward to your yeah, wedding. Yeah, my wedding so would have been I. great. But so, we, so the, our wedding photos are us. So I want... you got married, just immediate family? No. Just the two of you? Yeah, we had one witness each. Did you get any pictures on that day? Yeah, we've got we've got a handful of pictures actually. Did you go? Did, what, did, what did you do to market? Did you go for a meal? Did you go? So to... we went with. Uh, so Alice had her best friend Alina. I had one of my best friends Ruth, and we went to Bromley Town Hall because we we kept moving it, and it was right. becoming so because it was smack in the middle of stressful. Yeah. 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 yeah, we kept moving it and and trying to organise it, and then eventually Alice just said, "I don't care about any of it. I just think we should be married." And I was like, "Yeah." So she was like. Did you just go to a town hall? Brilliant. So, and was Bromley the only one that you could... It's our local town hall. Oh, so that that's, was it. That's right. where it had been... Right, right, right. That's where it had in... been, like, pinned up right. um, to say whether anyone says that we couldn't do it. And we found out that we had, like, a couple of months left on the... Th- you know, because you've got to then resubmit to be married. You know, you've got... Because they have to pin it on a board and say... Oh come in if you've got a problem with these people getting married it's like some archaic thing that they do so we're like oh we've got a couple of months left but we could get married and so Alice was like she's going to do it with Ruth yeah, and Alina absolutely. and so she rang them and was like when, when's the next slot that you've got and they were like next Thursday at 9.15 brilliant like, we'll be there so I didn't share a wedding photo but just because I said, a to, lovely photo. I said to Alice which photo do you like of us and she went that one just always makes me laugh it's a lovely photo because I think we're quite pissed in it yeah. And we're just wearing cagoules inside because it's raining so hard. And you look like you're having fun. But you looked really, like, yeah. together. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you look like a really good couple. Yeah, which, and yeah, and she, I feel like I'm in a, I feel like I'm in a great team with her. She, I feel like I'm, I always feel like, oh, we could do anything. Oh, it's That's so nice great. for you to have a girlfriend that I like. It really is, Now a wife. Because <laughs> it is about no. you, isn't it? It really is. It's often about me. <laughs> it is, yeah. And if we can always bring it back to, to you. me. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. said to you, isn't it great that you found a wife that Jen likes? Yeah, that's the first thing you said, wasn't it? Yeah. That's <laughs> what she wrote in the wedding card. It's what I'll be writing in your card. <laughs> um, and is there going to be a big bash? Yeah, I think so. I think we might do something. Can some we crack on with that? <laughs> <laughs> I want that. So Can we I do that? Can you do a fancy dress for Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Perry. She could come as a spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's just spiders. Everyone's going to spiders. Oh, oh, oh. 
Now let's move on to your next picture. My last picky. I want to ask you about this photo because it's clearly a photo of you at Live of the Apollo, but yeah. you've chosen a picture of you walking off stage. Yeah. Why is that? After it had gone well. <laughs> uh, so my friend Laura Checkley, who you probably both yes. know, Hello, Laura Checkley, she came, her and her girlfriend came to like support um, and came along and Laura took that as I was um, leaving the stage and... Uh, Best bit. Yeah, because <laughs> it's she goes, over. Because <laughs> she goes, thanks very much, good night. And then you walk, when you're hosting Apollo, which you've both done, um, and the, I did my first Apollo with Kerry hosting. Yes. And, did, yeah. Oh my goodness, that was so cool that you guys got to do yeah, that together. It was yeah, amazing. It was really so cool. and, and Kerry set it up so perfectly. I had like the best gig I'd had all year because Kerry had said such lovely things about me, and then it was just so lovely. It was all about Kerry. Because yeah. yeah. I made it about me. It's all about me. And then to be invited back three years later to host it felt like an enormous privilege. And. Um, and like you, you're both stand ups, you know, like getting on the show is incredible. Then getting to host the show, you're like, this is amazing. It's funny, isn't it, live at the Apollo? Because it is one of those gigs you just want. You just want you it. You just want that Especially picture with like... that those colours yeah. behind you. Yeah. And it is a kind of badge for stand ups yeah. to, to, well, to play it. Me and Ed Gamble both hosted this year and he and I were texting about it and what material we we're going to do and this, that and the other. And um, he said, in the sticker book of comedy, hosting Apollo is a shiny. Aww. do you know what I mean and it's so true like yeah. it feels but like one that you're I like, just, oh yeah I got that one <laughs> yeah I don't yeah. think in terms of British TV and, and, and like entertainment I don't mean like in terms of sta- uh, doing um, sitcoms or anything but in terms of entertainment for me I do not think there is another there's, there's anything like it no because it's doing what we do yes which yes. is pure stand up uh, here it is here's the shop window this is me you might not have seen me you might not have heard me I've been going for a long time yeah but here I am <laughs> 20 but here I am <laughs> You might want to have a little look at this and yeah. then you get to do it and then people will go, oh, I've never heard of you. This is really good and I it's like you and I might come and see, see and you. Yeah. So I can remember watching it when it was Jack D's Live at the Apollo Yeah. at home when I still lived at home. Yeah. Like it's been going that long that I would watch it with my dad. Wow. And like, and it's... It's just always so, been around. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I like I, I like the photo of me walking off because... It is a good shot, it's actually. It's a great shot. You do look you happy. You can see the stage as well. You can see how big the stage yeah, is. Yeah. And it had gone really well. And I had to do a couple of pickups at the end. And I was really... And because I had a good gig, I was so silly with them. I was like messing about with the audience. Relaxed, yeah. Really relaxed, being really stupid. And then, yeah, walked off and, you know, backstage is, you know... It's a funny place, isn't it, behind those big letters? Yeah. I can remember getting my heels stuck in a hole on the floor as oh, the thing no. came up. Oh, God. Stressful. <laughs> yeah, really stressful. So my favourite opening line, I think it's Holly Walsh, when she came out and went, so much attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you like my photos. I, love, <laughs> I loved your photos. And thank you so much for coming in and sharing your pictures with us. Oh, my oh, God, it's Ruffles. my absolute pleasure. It's always a delight to look at your little head. You're right, it is.